My world stopped at that point. My dad had a major heart attack. It was called the Widowmaker, and a lot of people don't survive that. I had to step in and try to be as helpful as I could. I decided to take a semester off, try to find some type of position where I could work a job and at the same time get the experience in the medical field. Week after my dad had the heart attack, I went straight into knocking on every physician's door that I could think of at a big clinic. So about 15 rejections from physicians go by. What's up, guys? My name is Adam, and we are on this podcast that I called STEM for Them. So for those of you who know, thank you. And for those of you who are joining in for the first time, thank you as well. Today, we're going to do it a little bit different from the norm where I interview a guest. We're going to actually do segments. And these will be sprinkled in throughout the episodes. This is going to help people understand where they should go, you know, with the experiences that I can give them. But first, in order to do that, you do need to know my credibilities, right? At the end of the day, if I don't seem credible to you, then it's very hard for us to relate. Same with me. I used to take advice from people who didn't know what to do or have never been in that boat. So it was very difficult for me to relate to that person or even take their advice. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. So I'm going to give you guys a really quick backstory. In high school, I pretty much had a low GPA. Uh, I did not care for it. I was not paying attention to how important it would be in college when I was going to it or if I was going to it. And I was really just focused on sports. That's all I could care about at the time. But I didn't know, right, the importance of my GPA and everything. Long story short, I didn't get any scholarships at the time, so it really limited where I could go. And on top of that, my GPA hindered me from going to places that I could have gone or maybe wanted to go to. But again, I didn't even know what college really was at the time. So long story short, I pretty much enrolled into a technical college. And from there, I pretty much built my way up, right? The first two years I was there, freshman and sophomore year, I just went in with a biology degree because I didn't know what else to do. And technically, it was a biotechnology associate's degree, and I had no idea. It was until I went to my college advisor when she told me that you're going for an associate's program and... The farthest we can help you is a two-year degree rather than a four-year degree, a bachelor's degree. So I was shocked. I found that out during my first year of college at the technical school, which was beneficial for me. So the two years went on. I went on and took a bunch of science classes because I knew I wanted to be in the medical field, but I didn't know exactly where I wanted to. The most obvious route that a lot of people go into when they're first-gens or immigrants and non-traditional students, they go for the doctor's route if it involves science. That's at least what I've noticed. So that's what I did. So those two years at technical college really helped me because it honed me down on my study time and it helped me balance when I was working while in college. So after that, I had about a 3.8 GPA and they worked out well. My science GPA was maybe 3.7 or something like that. So it was perfect. I applied to all the big schools. I applied to Georgia Tech, UGA, and all these big places, right? And I got accepted to them. But at the end of the day, the problem was that the tuition was too much. I knew enough to not take out a loan for a degree that I could have gotten cheaper at another institution. So I actually ended up going to Kennesaw State University, which was amazing because Kennesaw State actually paid me. What I had coming in because of my high GPA from the technical college was a Hope Scholarship, a Presidential Scholarship, and Pell Grant. And for those of you who don't know what Pell Grant is, it's pretty much a grant that you don't have to pay back. It's catered towards low-income family, right? So you don't have to pay that back, which is amazing. So all of these resources pretty much allowed me to 
get my tuition paid for, and then they paid me extra for tuition and books and whatnot. And so I was set, right? Junior year, I came in thinking that I had everything set. I had it at least paid for now that I did my time at technical college. And uh, it was real. You know, it was it was a surreal moment because I've never been to a university before. And this university was huge. My technical college was in four buildings. That's it. Now, this one, on the other hand, at Kennesaw State University, it was crazy. It was insane. It was just huge. So joining Kennesaw State University, I finally signed up to be a biology major. Now, the undergraduate and the bachelor's part, right? That's the most important part, not the associate's part that I was doing at technical college. So I got that right. <laughs> now, the next part was of getting into the medical field with becoming a physician, a physician assistant, whatever I wanted to do, really. I knew I had to get more resources out there, especially from some of my classmates. They were saying they were shadowing physician assistants, physicians, nurses, anything pretty much in the medical field. And I had none of that, really. I had a car dealership that I was working with, and I had business experience, right? So my non-traditional side came out all the way. So I had to figure out free resources pretty much to go to because you're not getting paid for any of these shadowing hours, right? So the first junior year goes by at Kennesaw State University, and it's just me kind of getting used to it. Uh, the classes were a little bit more difficult, that's for sure, especially the science classes. But it ended out working well be just because I was focused on that. I knew why I was there, especially when my motivation came up from, you know, getting hope scholarships, getting presidential scholarships, all that kind of stuff. It really helped just boost it up because at the technical college, I had nothing, basically. So the first year that I was at Kennesaw State University was my junior year. And I was pretty much getting used to it, but there weren't any rocky roads. You know, it was just me adjusting and trying to get these science classes out of the way, which were kind of difficult because I was taking orgo eventually at that time. Then at the end of junior year, I had a whole mix up. My world stopped at that point. During my junior year, my dad had a major heart attack. It was called the Widowmaker. And a lot of people don't survive that. But luckily, he did. And so that really took a toll, right? Because now the financial matters were a little strained. And on top of that, I had to step in, right? And try to be as helpful as I could, right? So what I did was I decided to take a semester off and from there try to find some type of position where I could work a job and at the same time get the experience in the medical field, right? That was what I needed. I had two options. I could continue working with this car dealership and then get a second job at Home Depot or something like that, which is great. Or I could just go get a medical assistant position with a physician or a physician assistant and work with them, right? Get the experience and then kill two birds with one stone. Simple as that. So that was the hard part. I didn't know where to start because I didn't even have a medical assistant certification. Nor did I know that you needed to have one. But luckily, in Georgia, you don't have to have one for specific fields. So literally the week after my dad had the heart attack, I went straight into knocking on every physician's door that I could think of at a big clinic. I would knock on their door and pitch myself, just like I knew as a businessman. I figured I could combine the two, right, being a businessman, and see if any of these physicians would take me. So about 15 rejections from physicians go by. They're saying that they don't need anybody. And uh, I thought, okay, fine, let me just continue. I go to the 16th one. I can remember this vividly. And this physician looks at me and he goes, what are you doing here if you're not a patient? And I told him, my dad just had a heart attack. I am a student at Kennesaw State University. I was full-time, but right now I am taking a semester off so that I can gain the experience and help my family out at the same time financially and emotionally. I don't have any experience in the medical field, but if you're willing to train me 
for one month for free and you like what you see from my end, then you can decide if you want me as a medical assistant or whatever you need. Honestly, it didn't even matter. I could have been a janitor at that time. I could care less as long as I was in a medical facility. That's all that mattered. So he said, come back for an interview the next day. I came back. I literally dressed out in a full, as if I was getting married. <laughs> I looked sharp. I, I looked ready. So I go into the interview and he's asking me pretty much a backstory of everything that I've done. And I told him, yeah, like I never had anything handed to me. But at the end of the day, I appreciate that. And I'm grateful for that. So then after the interview, he said, when can you start? And I looked around and I said, do you have any scrubs right now? And we vibed so well because he started laughing. And he says, well, we don't have any patients today. We just got surgery. And I said, okay, am, am I allowed to be cleared for surgery? I know that surgery is very difficult because you have to get clearance and this and that. And he goes, let's just wait. But he saw my eagerness, right? He saw me knocking on his door from the beginning all the way to the interview stage where I, at the end of that, I said, do you have any scrubs? And from then on, he became my mentor. And it was the best decision I've ever made for myself because I gambled hard during that time. And uh, I was very proud of that moment. And I still am very proud of that moment. So during my time off, I became a medical assistant for him. And I was working in a surgery center outpatient clinic. And we saw diabetic patients who had neuropathy. It was amazing because I got so much more experience on taking care of the patients and looking at the backside and the front side of a medical facility. So he asked me, what do I want to do? And I said, honestly, I want to be able to see all the fields in medicine. And obviously I was going towards that physician route because I only knew one route. I never had any family members that taught me about any other routes. And we worked with a lot of PAs and it definitely sparked my interest, but I wasn't sure, right? I didn't have that much advice going into it. That first semester, I pretty much just honed in my skills as being a medical assistant, which was awesome. Then the next semester, when my dad was able to recover, I went back to school and started back over again. I went into organic two, I believe. And that was a whole nother field because I took a semester off from organic one. And for those of you who know organic, it's pretty difficult on its own. So I was going through that and my mentor told me, that maybe I should look into more organizations as I'm working. And I'm thinking, how am I supposed to work, be a full-time student, and on top of that, do an organization? And so I was thinking about it, and I was talking to my friend at one point, and he goes, you know, you could join AMSA, which stands for American Medical Student Association. And for those of you who know that organization, it's a pretty big organization, depending on what school you went to. And at Kennesaw State University, it was pretty big. It was popular. All the cool kids were there, <laughs> what I like to say. But the problem with that is... It's very difficult to become a board member on that because there are so many people in line already. The people that are in line who are seniors now were there when they were freshmen. So they were there for four years, right? Here I am coming in my senior year. I've only been here for not even a year, full year. So my chances of being elected as a board member were very low. So going back to it, my friend said, why don't you just start an organization? And I looked at him. I said, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> And he said, if you can't be elected for one, why don't you just make one? And so I, so I stumbled upon it and I thought, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And during this time, I learned more about the DO route. For those of you who don't know what the DO route is, it's called Doctor of Osteopathic Route. It's basically MD versus DO. For those of you who know what an MD physician is, you have a DO physician and they're pretty much the same when it comes to the real world. But the practices are a little bit different. One is allopathic and one is holistic of looking at the patients. So I was wondering to myself if there was an organization already for this. It's called PreSOMA. SOMA stands for Students of Osteopathic Medical Association. And there wasn't a chapter at Kennesaw State University. 
So I thought, okay, I'm going in my senior year. Uh, let me go ahead and register this club. And I went ahead and found the national website. I tried to get more contacts with everybody. And eventually we started the organization and we made one of the biggest organizations. People were leaving AMSA for the pre-Selma club that I made. So I felt bad, but at the same time, I thought, hey, it works, right? So we did that. And during that time, we did great. We did about two semesters, right? And my year is going to be extended because I transferred. So I lost some credits. And for those of you who don't know that, when you transfer over to a university from a technical college, not all your classes will transfer. And that changes your timeline on graduating. So I'm already a non-traditional student because I took a semester off, but also because of when I went to the technical college, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. I was still getting paid to do this at the end of the day. And I thought, okay, great. So we're going by, I made this pre-SOMA organization, which is a pre-med organization, really. We, we emphasize on MDs, DOs, PAs, NPs, nurses, anything you could think of. We really just wanted people to understand that Here's the DO route, great. But there's also these other routes that you can look at. It's not just one route. And so that was our emphasis, just spreading awareness. Just like what I'm doing now. So so we were killing it. We got chapter of the year, all this kind of stuff. I got president of the year. Anything you could think of, we, we got that year. We got fundings to travel. But all of that was put to a halt when the pandemic happened and we were forced to go online. So we went online for two semesters. I did biochemistry, cell biology, ecology, literally all these classes just to graduate. And the pandemic happened, which was a struggle for everybody. I'm sure it was the same for you guys. Everybody out there was struggling. But luckily, I had my GPA set up the way I wanted it to. And then from there, I graduated during the pandemic in 2020. And long story short, I finally got my bachelor's degree. I was the first one to get my bachelor's degree, which was amazing. Very emotional moment. And this was the time, by the way, when my grandma passed away as well during COVID. And yeah, Th that was a very rough moment. That's for sure. So we go through that, right? And I'm over here thinking, all right, let me apply to medical school and see how it goes. Even though I was looking more towards the PA field. I don't know what it was, but I didn't really have any directions or really know anybody that would tell me about the PA field. And so I put my heart into taking the MCAT. I took the MCAT, didn't get a good score at all. And at the end of the day, I was just trying to figure out what was best for me. I knew I needed to take the MCAT and then apply to medical school to get into a, the medical field, right? That, that was like the part that I was trying to figure out, really. And keep in mind, that's not the time to figure it out. But at the same time, that's what aligned with my life. So I took the MCAT, didn't do well, but I had a few ways to go from here, right? There was this program called Summer Scholars. And what a Summer Scholars program is... And what that summer scholars program entitled was, if you were accepted for their summer scholars program, which was one month, and you did well in that program, you would get a guaranteed interview for a spot in their medical school. Now, how crazy is that? So out of 4,000 applicants, from what I believe, I was one of them. And there were about maybe 40 students. So I got in, and we were literally online taking classes that a first-year medical school student would be taking. And it was intense. I literally had to tell my job that I couldn't work for a month because of this. And they understood it, luckily. So we went through that. I did the interview. I got waitlisted at the end of the day, and I didn't get accepted to that college. Then I applied to a few more schools, and I got an acceptance. And I thought that I would have liked that, but I wasn't happy. You would think that a first-gen student would be jumping up and down when they got their first acceptance to medical school but I wasn't. I was over here studying for the MCAT six to eight months, not doing anything else. 
and then realizing what the physician actually does outside as well. There were a lot of factors that made me think quickly of what I wanted to do. I had this option. I could have taken this acceptance and rolled with it. But I was so fortunate that I was able to think for myself and think about the life that I wanted. So I thought to myself, what do I do now, right? I declined this offer. I'm stuck. Do I tell my parents, right? And for those of you who understand immigrant parents, my thought was that they would be upset and stressed because I threw away this one opportunity of becoming a medical student, the first medical student in my family, and that I would disappoint them. But time went on, and I thought more about the PA route, what it actually entitled. And to tell you the truth, the PA route is truly the best route I could have asked for for my life. And people say the PA route is easy and all that stuff. You're wrong. The PA route has so many benefits to seeing the patient with quality time that it was something I couldn't pass up. And I'm thinking to myself, how did I not see this when I was shadowing PAs and working with the PAs? And it finally clicked to me. I've been so tunnel visioned with becoming a physician that I forgot about every other field out there like I was preaching it. And that's when I drew the line with overlapping my time at work and school and my personal life outside of that. I wanted a balance. I wanted to help other students in the field of medicine, whichever way they wanted to go. So I knew the best route for me if I wanted to help other people out in the future and give really good patient quality time, then the PA route was perfect for me, and it is. So long story short, I applied to PA school and was looking for my dream school, which I didn't even think of applying to. I applied got waitlisted. My hopes and dreams were almost out the door, but I knew to hold it on tight because my wife also was encouraging me at the time and my acceptance came in. And I can't tell you without getting so emotional how fulfilling that was to get that acceptance and realizing that kid that had nothing to do with the medical field got into one of the top five programs in the PA field. I've been through it. We've all been through it. I'm with you, but please listen to me when I say, go with your gut. When I got accepted to that program, the first thing I did was left in the middle of my meeting at work and went straight to my wife and cried on her shoulders while she was taking care of patients. She's a nurse. That moment meant everything to me. And right after that, I called my parents. I let them know I got accepted to medical school, declined it but I applied to PA school and got in. And that moment was the moment that I've been waiting for all my life, not only to make my parents proud, but first make myself proud of what I love to do, which is taking care of people. And this is the best way to do that for me. So you want to become a physician? Do it. I'm going to support you one way or another. You want to become a PA? Do it. I'm going to support you 100%. If you want to become a nurse, do it. But look at all your options. What fits you? Not just in the moment. What fits you in the future when you have a spouse? What fits your personality? So at the end of the day, guys, so thank you for listening to my story. And I'm hoping that 
this gives you a little bit of a relief, especially as a first-gen or non-traditional student. It's not easy telling the news to our parents, but I'm living proof to hopefully help you guys one day. And I'm here to show you every field that there is. I'm going to try everything I can to help you guys. So if you need any help, please contact us in the links in the description and take care until the next episode. Thank you guys.